On this edition of Alberta Dugout Stories, the podcast, the wait is over in Oak Tokes as the Dogs are the 2019 Western Canadian Baseball League champions. Welcome to episode 51 of Alberta Dugout Stories, the podcast. I'm Joe McFarland. They were one of the best teams in the league from wire to wire. The Okotoks Dogs won their first seven games of the season, setting the tone for the best record in the Western Canadian Baseball League's West Division. They then grinded out three-game series wins over Edmonton and Lethbridge to get themselves into the final against the best team in the East all season, that being the Regina Red Sox. The Dogs bit the Red Sox hard in Regina in Game 1, winning 7-2. The best of three shifted to Seaman Stadium for Game 2 Friday night and a chance to win it all on home turf. The home team was down 3-1 after four, but managed to come back to tie it. The two teams traded runs through the rest of the game, with the Dogs putting up a four spot in the eighth to take an 8-5 lead. The Red Sox scored one more before Calgary's Brandon Desjardins struck out Robbie Wilkes on a foul tip, with catcher Gavin Logan throwing it to first baseman J.T. Patterson for the final out of the series and the season. The celebration was caught on video by our own Ian Wilson, which you can see for yourself on our social media platforms. We start off this episode of the podcast with Desjardins, who picked up the save as the Dogs claimed their first WCBL championship in a decade. So first off, congratulations, uh, 2019 WCBL champion. How does that sound? Uh, it feels pretty good, close out a career like that. Tell me about that. You coming off your senior year? You end up closing, you're on the mound for the last pitch. Just tell me, walk me through that experience. All I was thinking was to get out there, throw strikes, let them get themselves out. I knew my stuff was working all day because in the bullpen it was feeling really good, so just threw everything for a strike. You kind of, over the playoffs, you kind of went went all over the place. You were a starter, yeah. coming out of the bullpen, just uh, just all hands on deck when needed. What was the, what was the approach there? I uh, just did my recovery every day after I threw, and then when Joe asked if they need someone to start, I said, I'll do it. And yeah. today I asked for the ball if we needed it, and they gave it to me, so I did my job. What does it mean to you uh, to, to kind of go out uh, this way? I mean, this means a hu- like a huge amount to this community, uh, to this team. It's been a decade since they won. What does it mean to you personally? means a lot because I've always grown up. I grew up in Calgary, always played against the Dogs, could never beat them. It's like a dream come true to play for them and give them a championship. What's next for you? What's what's the plans now? Uh, I'm going to try and keep on playing. I'm going to make a video, send it out, see what kind of connections we have, give it a few years, see if I can make it or not, and then go from there. Awesome. Last question. How is the arm feeling at the end, and, and how much did the crowd, I mean, you could feel that crowd tonight at the very end. How much did that kind of play a role in, in just giving you that adrenaline at the end? It really helped me out. I really wanted to end it with a strikeout. With all that noise, I had to throw a good curveball. Yeah, I did. So yeah. I'm very happy with awesome. myself. Well, congratulations again. Thank you. Now, a lot's been made about how much success the Dogs have had over the last 10 years without winning the title. That particular issue was addressed by Coach Dave Robb, who was with the club the last time they raised the championship trophy. Walk me through that game. That was that was one of the wilder uh, 
more interesting games. Like lots happening in that game. We knew we had our guy on the mound that we wanted to have. Yeah. Came out through a complete game the last time, so we knew we had the confidence in that. He wasn't really, really sharp. And thanks, Carl. He, but you know, he missed. He, he missed in the middle of the plate for a little for a little bit. But then uh, that competitiveness came, comes out. And he, you know, he put up about three zeros there and, and got us back, he got us a chance to, to score some runs and tie it up. And, and we, we do battle. We battle here especially. These fans are so amazing. I don't, there's, there's very few games where we are really sloppy. Yeah. And we were not, we didn't make the errors, but we just kind of like, you know, guy not going to the right base. Or, or right. Tristan comes up and he looks to second and then he throws late things. Guy goes first to third, and they take advantage. They 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 did what they needed to do, but but there was just a little bit of a I don't know if it was a letdown or what, but you know it yeah. still it was it was that idea that it it, it didn't matter. We we're still going to come back and we we're still going to score. So then we go ahead, and then they get ahead, and it was still you know what all we have to do is get one run because advantage dogs. We're here at home. We're going to win the ninth or yeah. something like that. And sure enough, we come up big, not just. Not yeah. just one run win, but uh, you know, three And you runs. needed those extra ones. Yeah, we did. Yeah, yeah. we did. Runners yeah. on. You're right. Um, so. You're one of the few guys uh, with the team who, who gets a sense of the uh, historical perspective more more than a lot of the players and even the coaches here. Tell me about that. This is the first title in a decade. Um, what what does that mean to you? Well, both to you and just the organization and the community. Yeah. Well, the transition from when we first started to now the the other teams in the in the league have had to go you know from senior to college and collegiate and they've gotten so much better yeah. you know the first three years i'm not saying that they were they were bad but i think we were you know more prepared and re- recruiting and things like that and so but then after the three or four years all of a sudden they you know there are some really good teams that, that uh, were recruited and played in both provinces and so then it became more of a challenge but i but i always maintain like you know yes it's disappointing when you don't win and you lose in the playoffs but you're not nobody you can't dance if nobody invites you and we you know we were invited every year we played to get there but we were invited every year so we always had that chance so this this idea of uh of uh uh, i don't know the 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 okachokes and and uh the monkey off our back. I, I never believed in it. And I told the players that. I said, I've never believed that. We don't choke. Yeah. You know, games are ga- games are like that. You know, yeah. they come up. We we don't get you know one hit or something like that. And those guys come up and get a break, and you know we lose. But it's not like it's it's not like we we, we blow games. Yeah. Did it mean anything more the the getting past Edmonton in that first round? Was there anything either psychologically or just or no, like, or was it just another? For me, it wasn't. For yeah. me, it wasn't. I think for some guys, it was because some of these guys were back from year, you know, years yeah. before, like last year, and then some of the J Dogs, especially, they have, they know the history, and so they understand that. Um, but most, you know, any of the other guys that, you know, Hammergren who pitched well and everything in that one game, he doesn't know the history, so yeah. it was another game for him. Yeah. Uh, it's just a matter of getting the, you know, winning and getting to the next point round. But I don't know. I just, I for. For us, I, I think it was, yeah, it still was that, that matter that we, you know, we, this this is this is the different year with the three games, yeah. and you lose one, and you go, there it is right yeah. now, you know, so 
it's uh, I know we won first ones all the time, but yeah. still, when you start to lose that one, you kind of go, oh, we're, uh, now it's now yeah. it's a you know a decider, and every time we had to go to that decider every time, except for this one. Yeah. And and this is the this is the funny thing is Swift Current won two in their first round. Yeah. And we won last night at their place, and those are the only two they only, only two visiting teams that, that won. All the home teams won all the time yeah. in all the series, except for our game last night and Swift Current in uh, in Weyburn the first time. It's uh, I tell people this, but I'm not sure they fully grasp it. And Greg Morrison after Medicine Hat won last year, he said it's it's hard to win this league, isn't it? Like it's not a from the structure of of the roster all the way through and the timing of things. You can't really string together two or even three bad games at the wrong time right. or you're done right uh talk to that a little bit i just said the difficulty in, in winning it's, it all it's for me it's and i've t- i told some of these guys this and and i said the same thing when when we went to the world series in, with mesa it's harder to get out of your own conference yeah than it is to play in this series yeah I, they were good games but tonight was, was really exciting but yeah. no it's like how many one run games and come from behind games that we have just to get out of our province basically and you're right it's 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 that kind of a competitiveness that there are rivalries and if there aren't rivalries there we play them enough times that they're they they don't want they don't want to be they don't want us to beat them we don't want to lose and they don't want to lose to somebody like us so you know it's that kind of thing when we played that 17 in a game in medicine hat has the same idea our guys are trying to be loose and they're having fun, but you know what? They're playing hard because we didn't want them to beat us, yeah. and, and vice versa. 17 innings. Yeah. <laughs> Tell me just about the growth that you've seen in the game here since the last title. I mean, you could see that crowd. You could feel that crowd and hear that crowd building to the last out tonight. Uh, like, it just seems like, you know, I wasn't around for, for the last title. But uh, what have you seen in this this market and this growth of this, this club? Well... Here's an interesting one too. Is that we have this is the first time we've gone past like the second round or something like that since what 2011. Yep. And yet our attendance seems to keep growing every year. Now they add those things, but you still have to put bodies in the seats. Yep. And the berm is big. Yep. And so we have a better average attendance every year, even though we weren't going past the second round. So yeah. people were disappointed in us, but they're still coming out for games. Yeah. So they still enjoyed the product. They still enjoyed all the kids coming out and sure. playing. And then the disappointment, I don't know if it, I, I think it's just the next season kind of overwhelmed that disappointment of, oh, well, they didn't do it last year, but you know what? This year it's a new year and yeah. we liked how they play and we like that. This is, this is just, I mean, the second to none. Yeah. It really is. And anywhere but Toronto and Toronto's not in the playoffs as much as we are so <laughs> uh, last question just on a personal level what is this what is tonight's win and this this title mean to you personally it's for me I you know I I don't know I, it, it, I, I keep saying you know I just I'm fortunate to be on teams that win yeah. I, I got I can I can count the 50 that I have if they all had rings I'd have 50 rings because <laughs> I just, I've been on teams that just seem to win, and, uh, you know, I'm just, it's fortunate, and i just fortunate to be here, and, and happy that people still want me to come back, sort of thing, so, you know, I'm just an old guy that stays out of everybody's way, so. <laughs>
Just three days earlier, the Dogs picked up the three-game series win over Lethbridge, and Ian sat down with another couple of Dogs players after that win to talk about their seasons and what it meant to them to be a part of the team. Justin Hammergren picked up the win in relief for Desjardins in that Game 3 win, allowing just two hits in the final four innings. First off, again, congratulations on, on the win tonight. And uh, just tell me what was working well for you tonight. It's, uh, I mean, you come into a ball game that's uh, pretty close, pretty tight, and uh, it's, it's up for grabs there. What? Uh, tell us about uh, your approach. I just went in there and just wanted to pick up where Dejar left off because he threw a great game. And I uh, just wanted to back him up and happy to just come in there and throw strikes, honestly. Like, we've been struggling a little bit throwing strikes out of the pin, but just tried to continue on what he was doing and keep the pressure on him, honestly. Yeah. Uh, now tell us, because uh, you joined the team a little bit later in the season. Uh, I think it was uh, early June or, yeah, or early yeah, June. mid-June. Uh, what brought you to the Dogs? When, how did you end up uh, coming to play here? Well, one of the old players, Anthony Balderas, I don't yeah. know if you remember yeah, him. Yeah, I remember the name. Yeah, yeah. He, he was a coach at LC State, my college. Oh, okay. So I was good buddies with him. And he said, this is a great place to be yeah. and like sick fans all yeah. the time. <laughs> and I was like, all right, yeah, I'll come yeah, yeah. out there and play some baseball. So yeah. it's been a great experience too so far. Yeah. It's awesome. Did it live up to the, the building? Oh, the, the yeah. fans were kind of, they were oh, into yeah. it tonight. So. I couldn't be out of it, honestly, in the ninth yeah. inning. They were keeping me alive, and they'd be great every night, so it's, yeah. it's a cool environment all the time. How are you feeling right at the end there? I mean, it's, uh, are you kind of looking looking to see if uh, anyone's walking out of the dugout? or? Uh, <laughs> I was I, I was kind of feeling the, the leak out of the dugout a little yeah. bit, um, but I was just honestly trying to keep focus as much as possible and just finish the inning and, and get us to the next step, honestly. Yeah. Uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, you're, you're coming off your senior season, I believe. Mm. Uh, where were you? Where were you playing? And how did your senior season go? Uh, we did pretty well my senior year. I was coming back off of a labrum injury, so okay. I kind of was just kind of recovering. Got a couple starts at the end of the year, threw in the World Series, which was fun. Okay. Um, but I'm from Tucson, Arizona, yep. so a little far from here. Yeah, yeah a little <laughs> but, cooler. Uh, a little, little, little cooler here. Yeah. But uh, no, uh, yeah, it was a great senior year. <laughs> Happy to continue playing baseball, honestly. Yeah. That's all I really want to do, you know. Well, that's always the thing, right? Like, uh-huh. it's uh, how do you approach these games? Because you come in tonight and you know, like, this could be your last highly competitive game for, for a while yeah. or forever. So yeah. does that change your mindset uh, with how you approach things or not really? Uh, I try to keep the same mindset just all the time because you never want to get too high or too low about yeah. yourself or anything. So... It definitely, I, I'd say it just motivates me more, honestly, just to show out as much as I can for however much longer I get to play baseball, you know. Yeah. So I just try and take it in every day, like, hey, this could be my last game, so do whatever you can to just leave it all out there. Yeah, we've seen a few guys, and guys that you've played against, Hunter Boyd, yeah. uh, yep. throwing, you know, like 10 exactly. innings, you do doing exactly. what you do, and uh, uh, I guess that's always kind of on the table, right? Mm, it's, yeah, yeah, just got to do what you can, honestly, in this, at yeah. this time. I got... Me personally, I just want to do whatever it takes to win for our team, and whatever I got to do, I'll do it. You know. Tell me a little bit about, uh, like you, you're not overly familiar with this community or this mm. fan base. You get here, you can see that there's there's butts in the seats. Mm. There's they know their baseball. They're they're watching. They're paying attention. Um, but it's been a decade since they've won a, a summer title, so this this means quite a bit. I don't know if you know how much it means no, I, to definitely, gra- uh, grasp the history. Definitely there. going throughout the summer, I didn't I didn't realize how much like 
because in my school the town's a really small town oriented yep. like around the baseball team so yep. i kind of came out here from that which is kind of awesome because it's the same exact way here the fans yeah it's like a good baseball stadium because each team can get cheered on at any point you know like yep. they really respect the game and being able to do it for them and the whole city is like kind of awesome because i know that we had this stigma of yep. uh, not being able to make it out of the first <laughs> that's round. That's right, that's right. So I yeah. learned that one quick. Yeah. And, uh, but after that, I think we've just been rolling, and yeah. it's been great. And you can feel it around, like, the stadium when we come in or, like, when the fans start rolling in, the buzz is pretty high, and yeah. it's a lot of hope, and it, it feels good. It's yeah. easy to play behind, honestly. And you pitched against Edmonton, did you not? I pitched the... at Edmonton, You yes. did, okay. Yes. Yeah. So you oh, so you were, so you were I... against Hunter, and so that was a crazy yeah. game to be a part of. It was of. a great game, yeah. He yep. threw a great game. It was yeah. awesome to be in. Yeah. Yep. Their fans are a little wild. So. Yeah. Do you know <laughs> so Hunter cool. at all, or did you talk I, to him after the game? I've or? talked to him a couple times here yeah, and yeah. during the season, because we play him two or three times a year. Oh, okay. So yeah. I talked to him here and there, and I let him know he threw a great game. He threw a great game. So it was a pretty cool thing to watch. Yeah. Were you worried about his arm at all, or were you just oh, like, no, I knew, oh, yeah, it. I knew yeah. it. I knew it. I knew I Knowing him, I knew he was going. Yeah, he was well, going for the long It's haul. already busted up a bit already anyways, <laughs> yeah. right? So, yeah, he was going for it. Yeah. Uh, so any any kind of final thoughts uh, just kind of going into the into the finals and uh, a lot of chance to kind of make history here, right? Uh, so, yeah, just honestly just try and keep the pressure on the other team and just keep doing our thing, and that's all we can really do, just keep playing it game by game yeah. and inning by inning. And just stay with our style of play, stay with our approach, and we'll be fine. The championship means a lot to many former Dogs Academy players as well who saw the efforts of the last decade go by without a championship. One of those players is outfielder Dane Toffland. The Grand Prairie native was a big part of the team during the stretch drive and as it turns out, he went through an injury scare in college this spring that almost derailed his entire senior season. Walk me through first of all just uh, what you saw uh, in Edmonton and now Lethbridge uh, both two really strong opponents and uh, two really tight series to get to this point. Yeah, I mean, the main thing with both the teams is they, they play very well at home. Um, so it's tough to go into their park and get momentum from there, like with their fans. But uh, I mean, we did well. We played well in uh, Edmonton and Lethbridge, not so much. We couldn't really get momentum going. But uh, I mean, we, we play behind great fans at home and we lost maybe six games at home this summer. It's been been pretty crazy here. Yeah. What does that crowd do for you? I mean, you hear it tonight, even though that it looks like the numbers are a little bit down because of the weather, you yeah. still, they're still vocal. Yeah, I mean, once once you get the thing rolling, I mean, they get behind you and it's hard to beat us here at home. So, I mean, it's awesome. I mean, them coming out every day, it's it's a lot. It means a lot to the guys here and uh, to the coach as well. Yeah. Now, you're coming off your senior season, I believe, at Indiana State. Yep. That's always, you're in that spot where yeah. it's like, this could be the last bat, the last yeah. inning. How do you kind of process all that, or, or do you? Or do you just keep keep going up to the plate and swinging and go to the field when they call you out? Yeah, I mean, I don't I don't really put too much thought into it. Um, I, uh, I just, It's not going to be my last game, so I'm, I'm going to keep playing until someone takes the jersey off my back. So. <laughs> yeah. um, but no, it's obviously special coming back here for my last uh, my last eligible summer for college. Um, this place means a lot to me. Uh, it always has in, in my high school days. So uh, it's great to be back. I love everybody here and I love the fans. Yeah, you're a you're a Dogs Academy grad, I believe. Yeah. Uh, you didn't play here last season, uh, but you're like you're back playing for the the summer club this year. What brought you back? Tell us about just coming back and and playing for the big club uh, after after your 
this season at Indiana State? Yeah, I mean, I just didn't want to be done playing baseball. Yeah. So uh, I just came back here, and uh, I know the guys here, like, everybody's great, all the coaches and stuff. So, I mean, I just wanted to come back, get with the guys, and, you know, start to get, and, uh, get back into the groove of things because, uh, I mean, being away – from the game for like a week it was after Nashville. I just want to get back in it, so came up here and yeah, no, it was well worth it. Yeah, um, give us a rundown of your season at uh, Indiana State. How did it go, uh, both uh, as a team and individually this this season for you? As a team, phenomenal. Um, we had a lot of huge series wins. Uh, I mean, we started out our season I think 20 and three. So I mean, we had a hot start and we. Uh, we kind of cooled off for about a week and a half, but a couple tough losses against Michigan State, who I think had 20 losses at the time, and those really hurt the RPI, but we bounced back. Um, we were in the loser's bracket in our tournament, came back from behind that, beat Baptist, who swept us in the conference series, so uh, it, was, it was great as a team. Uh, personally... I didn't have a great start. I actually didn't play the first little bit because I had a an orbital fracture in my eye. Oh, yeah, doing a bunting drill, which was oh, great. Oh, sure. You yeah. had the Max Scherzer type, yeah, uh, type exactly. deal, eh? Oh, man. Exactly. So I didn't play for a while there. and uh, How long did that keep you out for? A couple weeks. So I had to work, yeah. my, work my way back into the lineup. And then uh, once I finally got back in, I solidified it and finished the rest of my season. When you go through an injury like that, does that make your, your season, your senior season when you're actually playing and, and also this summer mean that much more? Yeah, I mean, a lot of stuff went through my head when it when it first happened. Um, I couldn't open my eye for, I think it was like a day and a half. And first thing I was thinking is, am I going to be able to see again? And that was the initial thought. So, I mean, it was, it was scary. I mean, I was, I was blessed to be able to see. I took it directly square in the eye. Jeez, yeah. So it was, uh, I was, I'm very blessed to be able to see. So I'm just taking every every day from there. So, I mean, that's yeah. borrowed time for baseball, really. Yeah. So. Uh, had you played summer ball before this season? Like yeah. Other yeah, you had. Okay. Yeah, I, uh, I did the two prior summers. I went to California. Uh, okay. I played for Joey Gomes. Okay. Um, and then the year before that, I was in Hamilton, Ohio, played for okay. the Hamilton Joes. Uh, and then the year before that, my redshirt year, I was actually here. Okay. Yeah. 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 My redshirt. I played for uh, Brett Thomas when he was there. Okay. Yeah. So tell me how that, how this league kind of compares and stacks up to the other summer products out there. Like you've been around a little bit. Yeah. I mean, um, the league at the start of the season isn't great. I, th I think a lot of summer leagues are like that too yep. when guys are on temps. But. Uh, once, once some of the guys get let go and uh, the, the pitchers start to pick it up and competition gets a little bit better. Um, but, I mean, the Cali League I played in was, was a lot of dudes. Like, you're playing Big 12 guys and ACC dudes. And it's a lot of fun competing with guys like that. I mean, it's a lot of, a lot of fun competing here, too. But, uh, I mean, it's all, it's all baseball. So, you get in slumps in a hurry there, too. So. Yeah. Um, tell me about uh, just you're in the final now. What does it mean to you to, to have the shot to to bring a championship home here? It's not easy to like, despite what people say about summer ball, and it's yeah. not easy to win this thing, right? Like the, the yeah. lineup changes quite a bit over the course of the summer, and yeah, you're right. and three games is not a, not a long series, right? So exactly. I mean, uh, there's there's a lot that can go wrong early, um, and the East Division's good, man. I mean. The, they can pitch it. The Saskatchewan yeah. teams can pitch. Yeah. So uh, I mean that's the that's the one thing. I think if our guys do their job on the mound like they have been, we're I think we're gonna be all right. Especially coming back home with our fans, we're gonna be good. We'll be all right.
Congratulations again to the Okotoks Dogs on winning the WCBL Championship and a tip of the cap to all of the players, coaches and fans from all of the teams for putting together another stellar WCBL campaign on the Diamond. Big thanks to Ian for all of his work during the season and big thanks to all of you for downloading and listening to the podcast. Make sure to leave us a rating and review wherever you're listening or you can simply drop us a comment on social media. Until next time, thanks for all of your support, no matter the platform of Alberta Dugout Stories.